Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone. Well, on our last podcast, we discussed how our Creator desires to create with us. And today, we're going to dive in to the important concept of work. And simply put, God created us to work. I know, shocker, right? We were not made to simply sit around all day being non-productive. Many consider work to be a very negative thing. And maybe the reason that they feel that they don't enjoy their working experience is because they don't really know the gifts and talents that they possess within themselves. And from my own experiences, when I am doing something I am passionate about, it never feels like work. And of course, there's going to be times when we do have to do those mundane things that all of us are required to do just for everyday activities, but it's the attitude in which we go about them, right? The dictionary defines work as an activity involving mental or physical effort done to achieve a purpose or a result. And the key word here is effort. For work to be achieved, one must put forth an effort. The second part of this definition is also important because effort requires an action. An action must be a part of the equation to achieve the purpose or the result. And you guys, this is where the rubber meets the road, purpose and results. If you are simply toiling away at something without knowing your purpose or having an outcome for your results, you're most likely just going through the motions. And how many people do you know who despise their work and just day in and day out mindlessly go through a routine? Well, work as God designed it to be, does have a purpose and required results. Let's take a walk back into the Garden of Eden in Genesis 2-2. By the seventh day, God had finished the work. He had been doing so on the seventh day, and he rested from all his work. Right away in the beginning of the scriptures, we see for the first time the mention of the word work. God's amazing creation of the world and man was His work. God is not an idle God. He is always at work. And so let's now look at the first created man, Adam, in Genesis 2.15. The Lord took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. God created the first man and gave him a job to do. Adam was not merely created to lounge around all day in the garden and be idle. He was required to put in effort into his job and to take pride in his job. Nowhere is it mentioned that Adam or any man is to be lazy. And ooh, laziness, 
one of my biggest pet peeves. Understanding we were created with a purpose and then discovering this purpose and moving forward with it is critical. Choosing to live a life with a focused plan rather than merely feeding off what others do is not how God intended for us to live. But sadly, in our world today, many people believe that they, eh, I shouldn't have to work, or they're above working. Some have been oppressed by unfairly doing work for others in a hardened way. And then some just go to work doing something they dislike. God didn't intend work to be this way. Within each one of us lies the ability to work, create, inspire, teach. And guess what? All of these actions require effort and planning, learning, and most importantly, a positive attitude toward their work. And that's my other pet peeve, are really bad attitudes. So today, we see many people in society who simply want a handout. They claim a desire to escape poverty or from being oppressed, yet they hold out their hand to be fed by others. However, this is what ultimately keeps them in poverty. It's very sad. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. And we know from history that some government systems are designed to even out the playing field in a socialistic manner. And historically, all of them have failed. And right now, friends, if our country continues to be led by handouts, we are in for a world of hurt. By keeping people in a constant state of need has never been God's design for humanity. Contributing to the world through efforts of work is what provides us with purpose and fulfillment in life. It is never in just simply receiving a handout. And I know that may be strong for a lot to hear, but it is gospel truth. And our bodies and minds are not designed to be lazy. The human body is made up of strong muscles and bones and ligaments And these are structures that allow us to move. God created us to move. We were not made to be sedentary and to just sit around all day. And additionally, our brain is designed to be active and to be thinking. The brain has more cognitive capacity than we will ever be able to tap into during our lifetime. It's an amazing structure. And when we neglect our brain by filling it with unnecessary things, smut, and trash, guess what? It becomes mush. Just like your body. Take care of what you allow into your mind. Protect the images you allow in. And this fantastic structure of the brain, which is like a computer, if you fill it with junk, it's going to produce garbage. And on the flip side, you fill it with wonderful things, God's word, it's going to be a wonderful product that will glorify God. So what happens when we neglect our physical bodies and minds? They go to mush, as I said earlier, and we must challenge those parts of ourselves, the body and the mind, with a good work ethic every day. And if you have yet to find the work that you are passionate about, get out there and find it. 
humbly go to God. Ask him to help you find it and discover it. What a difference the concept of work will be when you engage in something which resonates deeply within your soul. And if you feel out of balance in the area of your work, go to the ultimate source, God. Aligning with him is the only way to tap into this fantastic source of creativity and energy that he provides for us. He supplies this to everyone who desires to connect with him and to find it. So are you ready to collaborate with the Almighty? Imagine the possibilities available for you when you completely trust him. When you desire to collaborate with him, this concept alone will change the way you view your work. What a privilege when we have the opportunity to work directly with God. And we can either choose to embrace our gifts or we can reject them. His door is open to all. And all that is required is having the right attitude to go before him willingly. Your path in life is up to you and the choices you make are yours. Each day, you are faced with many choices, simple decisions such as what to eat, your beliefs and your faiths, they are yours to make. And because we are created as beings of free will, the choices we make are ours alone. So deciding to connect or not to connect with God, that's your choice. And choosing to then tap into his power and strength again is your choice, but it will make a significant difference in your life. Imagine the difference in your life if you truly took the time to fill yourself with the power that he provides. Choose today to reach out to God with your needs, your desires, your ideas, and allow him to guide you with the decisions that you need to make. Ask him to give you a passion for your work and to help you identify what it is that creates a fire within you. And did you know that any kind of work can be meaningful? And we've all read or seen the stories of people in jobs that may deem as being beneath them. And yet we see an example of someone who has an attitude of gratitude in everything they do. They aren't feeling sorry for themselves and they do their work with a happy and grateful heart. It is a wonderful thing to witness. The verse from Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord, not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. There it is, you guys. Whatever you do in all things, we are to work wholeheartedly as for the Lord. Do you see this? The scripture is teaching us about having the right attitude towards our work. So who then can help us with this right attitude? Well, of course, God himself. He's the only one who can truly guide us into being able to possess this attitude of gratitude. And those who worship themselves will eventually find an emptiness at the end of the day. So if you find yourself in a rut 
regarding your work, take a moment to reflect on why are you even in this line of work? What, if anything else, would you genuinely want to do? How can you move forward into an area of work that is meaningful to you? Finding your passion and developing the skills in which to do the work, it's very rewarding. Many, including myself, have experienced several different career paths, and there's no shame in this. It merely indicates that you are a seeker. To do the work you desire, and most likely, you will need more specific knowledge and skills. And many people try and skip the necessary steps for preparation. And y'all, there are no shortcuts when it comes to developing the skills that you need to do a job well. And additionally, doing any job with the utmost attention to detail is critical. Whatever vocation you've been placed in, completing the work in the best possible manner is fundamental. Cutting corners is not the way you were designed to work. Ask God to help you find your passion. Maybe it's right under your nose and you just haven't looked in the right direction. Regardless, He wants you working and desires you to be performing your work with zeal. Perhaps what is missing is just having the right attitude. And from the scripture verses above, when we work at something for God rather than for men and for ourselves, everything changes. It truly is a game changer. When immersed in His will, our selfish attitudes and desires can be diminished. Seek Him for guidance in this area. And wow, imagine a world where everyone took this biblical principle to heart and did their work in finding joy in all things. Wow. It would be really nice, but we live in a fallen world, sin-filled world, where there is free choice, and so we'll never see this perfect thing here on earth. But that does not mean that you and I as believers can't make a difference with how we choose to work. And thankfully, there are many people out there who do their work as unto the Lord, and I for one am quite thankful for those people. Doesn't it make sense when we fully connect to God, our work ethic is reflected as well when the sunlight, S-O-N light, not the S-U-N light, gives us His power. We will genuinely radiate Him through all that we do. Working as unto the Lord changes everything. Are you experiencing your work with passion and purpose? Well, there's a wonderful book, The Purpose Driven Life by Pastor Rick Warren, and he discusses in great detail how to live a life of purpose. And if you can't seem to find your purpose, maybe this book will help guide you in the right direction. But before you go, I hope you'll take a moment to head to my website at drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the tab that says Connect with Paula, and I would love to hear from you. And one more big, big favor. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd be so honored for you to subscribe or follow and leave me a review. And by doing these things, it helps to push my show to others who might need to hear the messages. Thank you all so much. And as always, are you fully living today? Hi, stay tuned for my mini podcast, 
Ask Dr. Paula. It'll be in the last five minutes of the show and a time for me to answer your questions. So to submit a question, simply go to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on contact me. I can't wait to hear from you. Well, this week for Ask Dr. Paula, I'm going to share with you my healing bath recipe. I really needed this bath recipe this week as I started dealing with body aches. And so um, I pulled out my go-to bath and it is a wonderful thing. So I wanted to share it with you. It does wonders for you, whether you are coming down with something, you just kind of feel yucky, or you're dealing with emotional stress or trauma, or you just need to release and relax. And I've made a meme of this healing bath that you can find on my Facebook page, Dr. Paula McDonald. I'd love for you to follow me there too. Feel free to share this meme and more importantly, to utilize the bath. So here is my protocol. First of all, set your intention that as you're drawing the water in the bath, are you wanting healing? Are you needing release and relaxation? What is it that you are intending for this bath? And as the water is coming out of that faucet, I pray over it with that intention. And as I've written in my book, Theosynthesis Live Today, there really is power in prayer and in words. Words create a vibrational frequency, and these frequencies can create a healing environment. So I even have a whole chapter that discusses the properties of water and how simply amazing this substance is. So pray over your water, set your intention as it's coming into the tub. Next, I use one cup of dead sea salts, and you can get these from your local health food store or to order them online. On my Facebook page, the meme actually provides links for the products that I like to use. And also, one cup of Epsom salts. And I prefer the Epsom salts that are plain and have no scent added because if you look at the bag, it's you don't know where those scents are coming from and they're not natural. And so I wouldn't want them in my bath, especially a healing bath. So just use the plain old cup of Epsom salts. Now, the next thing you're going to do is choose good essential oils. And again, on my website or Facebook page, there is a link to the site I use for essential oils. Because you guys, not every essential oil is the same. Many have added substances that are not natural and can actually be damaging. So you want to only use therapeutic grade essential oils from a trusted source. You order them online from some of the big box companies. You don't really know what you're getting. Sometimes they take these oils and they adulterate them and rebottle them and put the same uh, sticker on them so that, you know, you think you're getting the real deal and you're not. You need to order them straight from the company that produces them. It's very important. So for my healing bath, some of my favorite go-to oils are rosemary, eucalyptus, thieves, which is the one of the ones specifically that I'll talk about in a minute, peace and calming, and this is a blend, helichrysum, and lavender. So this is really important to note though. It is best to pour the oils over your sea salts and your Epsom salts 
prior to placing them in the tub because this prevents the oils from just creating an oily layer floating on top of the water. You want that oil throughout the water. So if you take your little cup, whatever you're using to collect your Epsom salts, just pour those oils that you're choosing over those salts. And then as the water's coming in, pour them in. Makes a big difference. And I like to get the water as hot as I'm able to endure without damaging my skin, of course. And each of us has our own heat threshold. So knowing yours as you draw the bath is very important. And then you want to stay in that bath for as long as you can to allow the minerals and the oils and the intention to draw out the toxins and replace your cells with love, peace, joy, and healing properties. I enjoy also praying during my bath. Again, prayer does change the vibrational frequency and it does affect the water. If I'm sick, I am claiming healing. If I'm stressed, I'm claiming peace. And a couple of things that I do outside of the healing bath is when I'm starting to feel yucky, I take colloidal silver. And again, I do not buy this just anywhere. And go to my Facebook page and there's a link for the woman that I use from California. It's on the meme. And she and her father produce the best colloidal silver. In fact, they pray over it and they, um, they do an amazing job. So that's where I, I get mine. But you can also find this. I just wrote a blog. So it's on my Facebook page uh, no, on drpaulamcdonald.com under blogs. And then another go-to is my Thieves Oil. And it is a very hot oil, but it kills everything. And so I take a drop of Thieves Oil and I place it at the back of my throat. And it's hot, but it is effective. And you can do the silver daily and the oil at the back of the throat several times throughout the day. So I hope you will find relief from this healing bath. I would love to hear from you. Shoot me your questions by going to drpaulamcdonald.com and clicking on the connect tab. And also, I would love to hear the things that you use that work for you. Um, I would love to share those. So until next time, are you fully living today? Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and an abundant connection with God.